Thursday, March the 4th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist, sponsored by TD Ameritrade. Coming up, more violence in Myanmar and Britain's new budget. First, the world in brief. At least 38 people, including a 14-year-old, were killed by security forces in Myanmar. Video footage showed officers firing slingshots at protesters and beating an ambulance crew. Demonstrators have been flooding the streets since a military coup toppled the democratically elected government a month ago. Diplomatic efforts to restore peace have gone nowhere, nor has the rising death toll deterred protesters. Britain's Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak, unveiled the country's budget for the next fiscal year. Several initiatives to support employment during COVID-19, including a furlough scheme, were extended, as was a cut in house purchase tax. Corporation tax, however, will rise from 19% to 25% in 2023, and most personal tax thresholds will be frozen until 2026 to pay for pandemic-related largesse. German officials placed Alternative for Germany, or AFD, a far-right party that holds seats in every state and the Bundestag under surveillance. Classifying AFD as a suspected extremist organization authorizes the intelligence services to spy on its members. It is not the first party to come under such scrutiny. Die Linke, a far-left party, was monitored from 2007 to 2014. Sao Paulo State, Brazil's largest, shuttered all non-essential businesses as it struggles to cope with a deadly resurgence of COVID-19. A new variant of the virus is wreaking havoc. 75% of Sao Paulo's intensive care beds are filled by coronavirus patients. Nearly 2,000 Brazilians died of the disease yesterday. The country's virus-belittling president, Jair Bolsonaro, accused the state of panicking. Greensill Capital, one of the world's biggest providers of supply chain finance, is reportedly about to declare insolvency. Parts of the firm may be sold to Apollo Global Management, an American private equity firm. The Financial Times also reported that Bafin, Germany's financial regulator, filed a criminal complaint against the bank's management for suspected manipulation of its balance sheet. Google announced it is phasing out third-party tracking cookies from its web products from next year. But the tech giant is not getting rid of targeted advertising altogether. It will replace personalized tracking with software that hides an individual inside a crowd of cohorts with similar interests. Other web browsers such as Apple's Safari and Mozilla's Firefox have been blocking cookies for over a year. And Las Vegas Sands will sell its Las Vegas properties to Apollo Global Management, a private equity firm, and a real estate investment trust for $6.25 billion, two months after the death of Sheldon Adelson, the casino chain's founder and a Republican mega-donor. The firm's operations will emphasize their focus on Asia. Most of its revenue already comes from Macau and Singapore. And now, here's today's agenda. No justice, Jamal Khashoggi's murder trial. The trial of 26 Saudi officials charged over the murder of Jamal Khashoggi resumes in Turkey today. Khashoggi, a Saudi journalist, was suffocated and dismembered inside the Saudi consulate in Istanbul in 2018.
Last week, America released an intelligence report that blamed Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince and de facto ruler of Saudi Arabia, for ordering the operation that resulted in Khashoggi's death. But President Joe Biden did not directly punish Prince Mohammed, judging the diplomatic cost too high. Nor will the trial in Turkey result in any real accountability. All of the defendants have left the country. Last year, a Saudi court did jail eight people for between seven and twenty years over the murder. None of the defendants were named. The UN's special rapporteur on extrajudicial executions called it a parody of justice. Kicking up mud, FC Barcelona's legal troubles. FC Barcelona's bad week may be about to get worse. On Monday, police raided the Spanish football team's headquarters and arrested four people, including its former president. The club stands accused of hiring a marketing company to generate unflattering social media posts about some of its players and executives as part of an internal power struggle. Today, the European Court of Justice is set to rule on findings by the European Commission, which argues that Barcelona and three of its rivals, including Real Madrid, benefited unfairly from domestic state aid rules. In 1990, all the country's football clubs were ordered to restructure, with an exception for those that could demonstrate profitability. Four escaped restructuring. They are alleged to have paid lower income tax than the rest, an imbalance that the Commission is keen to rectify. If the ECJ sides with the Commission, the clubs, already under pandemic-induced pressure on their revenues, are likely to eventually face a big tax bill. Crude Calculus – OPEC Plus Meets The Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries and its allies will meet today to discuss oil output. The price of Brent crude has risen recently, topping $66 a barrel in February, largely because of restrained supply. Start producing too much oil and prices will plunge once more. Supply too little and high prices may trip up the recovery in oil demand. At the centre of the debate are Russia and Saudi Arabia, the most important petro-states within the fragile alliance. It helps that the two countries' interests may be more closely aligned as their optimal oil prices converge. Austerity measures mean the oil price at which Saudi Arabia can balance its budget has fallen from $86 a barrel last year to $75 a barrel in 2021, according to S&P Global Platts Analytics. That's just $11 above Russia's own break-even price, which has climbed as the government has boosted social spending during the pandemic. A struggling ship, unemployment in Europe. Today, Eurostat, the European Union's statistics agency, will reveal the EU's unemployment rate in January. It is expected to have remained largely stable, having stood at 7.5% in December. Furlough schemes and temporary changes in insolvency legislation in many countries are mitigating the economically devastating side effects of lockdown measures designed to curb the spread of COVID-19. This might change when furlough schemes expire later this year. Youth unemployment is already at a worryingly high 17.8% and has been high for a decade. It is a particularly serious problem in southern European countries. Spain's jobless rate for those under 25 is a record-breaking 40.7%. Greece comes in second with 35.5%. The financial crisis of 2007-8 took an especially heavy toll on Spaniards, 
Macroeconomic indicators suggest that the COVID-19 pandemic is hitting Spain, which is reliant on tourism, even harder. A mountain of content, Paramount Plus. CBS All Access is no more. Fifteen months after CBS's tie-up with Viacom, Arrival, the streaming service today rebrands as Paramount Plus. The new service improves on its predecessor by adding more content from Viacom, which has longtime subsidiaries including Paramount Pictures, a film studio, and Nickelodeon, a television channel for youngsters. The company has mounted an aggressive marketing campaign to convince potential viewers that its new offering has enough content to rival Netflix's. It hopes to use its existing stock of films and television shows, along with original programming, to increase the existing subscriber base more than threefold to 65 million by the end of 2024. But Paramount Plus is jumping into a crowded market of would-be rivals to Netflix, coming on the heels of Disney Plus and AT&T's HBO Max. Viacom CBS will have to work hard to convince viewers to divert any more of their entertainment allowance its way. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Alice Rivlin, who was born on this day in 1931. The job of the central bank is to worry. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.